It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Probably some um, 
pretty serious moments because there's some stuff that we're probably going to get into that's like kind of, you know, important. And then it's going to be that old bullshit moment, you know, because that's what we do. We do that well as well. So um, we're going to um, kind of get started. I'm actually going to bring uh, um, other people on earlier than usual just so um, we can have some family time tonight. Um, but cause there's some stuff that I want to kind of bring up that I noticed um, kind of been hot on the uh, social media sites, and um, and I know that it makes, um, makes me want to say, I wonder what another person would think about this. So I want to bring some of that stuff to the forefront. And then we have some, you know, regular old what's going on right now topics that we might want to talk about, especially with um, a lot of these uh, health scares on the rise. I know um, I'm not the only conspiracy theorist on the show, so I'm sure we'll get into some of that too. Of course. Um, so uh, I do want to kind of uh, talk about this video that's going around. I keep seeing it crop up here and there because I actually got tagged in the video. And I wasn't sure why I got tagged in the video, but um, I definitely wanted to uh, talk about this. Um, it's a video called Power of the Dick. And there's this guy kind of doing his five-minute rant about the dick and how men have power of the dick because he was hearing too much about women with the power of the pee. So I watched it, listened to it, whatever. I actually read through some of the comments. And I was like, you know what? I want to know what a guy thinks about that. What a guy sitting back thinking about the power of the dick? Because I know that there are some women who definitely participate in uh, some foolishness, for lack of a better word, when it comes to a man that they kind of put up with a lot of from before they make a decision to leave. And um, I'm just curious what a guy thinks about the power, having the power of the dick. Do you even believe that's true? Does it happen? Have you ever had power of the dick, Victor? <laughs> Is this a trick question? Oh yes, my it is. God. Whatever. It's a matter. One of my boys has this has, has this saying: "Weak people fall for weak games." And okay. what he means by what he means by that is, if you're really not mentally strong enough to deal with the situation that you put yourself in, then whatever happens to you is your fault. Quite literally. Oh. So when when you have when you have men that sit here and say that they that that they have the power of the dick, so to speak, it's it's a bit of a misnomer. And the reason why I say that is because you can only get done what a woman will allow you to do. So if if you constantly choose women that are weak enough to let you do what you want, then you need to up your own game. I have no problems with men who say that they have different, that they have the ability to kind of, you know, play with a woman's mind from time to time and things of that nature, but that can only go but so far. But for him to sit here and say that, okay, you know, (laughs) 
I'm still laughing about that one, to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) Because, again, I say it's a misnomer. And it's it's crazy that way. But when you're dealing with the caliber of women that he probably is dealing with, I'm not surprised. Okay. I mean, you know, I listen to what what the guy's saying, and he's saying the dude that, you know, the, he don't have a job, but he's dropping her off at work, keeping her car, picking her up when she's off, spending her money. Uh, he was talking about um, the one that, you know, he, you know, lives with her or whatever, but he goes and he steps out and does his thing, comes back in the house, smells like some other woman's perfume, and, you know, and she's okay with it. So, again, um, again I say she allows that. And mm-hmm. he's got to sit back and, and he's and to be real with you, he's got to sit back and wonder why is that. It ain't because of what he's doing. It might be because of what she's doing. And see, you know, that's my thing. My my stand or my perspective on it, because he was saying he put it down so good and he hit it so right. And I'm sitting there thinking that's all that woman's issue. That's her issue. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are women that have had really, really good sex and have been able to cut that off in a heartbeat, you know? Yeah, and that's the reason why I sat there laughing. Like, okay, you want to sit here and play like you the man. Okay, I'm good with that to a degree. But it still goes back to the usual, the the usual truth. Women make the choices. Mm-hmm. That particular woman that he was with made the choice to put up with some of the behavior that he was dealing, that he was dishing out. But it had nothing to do with him and what he was supposed to be doing. It might have had something to do with her and what she was dealing with at this particular point in her life. Because. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, we can flip the script in a heartbeat and sit here and say, you know, a woman will say in a heartbeat, she's got, you know, that she's got complete control over the men in her life. That ain't entirely true either because those men haven't made a choice as to whether or not they want to deal with the situation that's in front of them. Everything is about choice. It's not about who can control what you do. And who and and what you're being what you're able to do to quote unquote control them. Control is a control is an illusion. Hmm. So for him to sit here and say that in the manner of what he did made himself look stupid. And you can so quote me think... on that. <laughs> so do you think at any point? Um... The sex plays a part in it, like because I personally think that it, it, it is a um, self-esteem issue, and it's not the act of the sex as much as it is the the default I think in, in women to make an emotional connection with that physical act. Think like you know whatever is in that woman, whatever the void is, whatever the needing is, and that that woman got to a point where she allowed whatever it is that he gives 
the little bit that he gives to be the only fulfillment she accepted. You know, I allow the three hours she spends with me on Tuesday to be enough. So I'm good with that. And so now that's why he can do everything else because I get my three hours. You know, I just, I feel like it's a thing with the woman, but not. I don't know about the sex part because, of course, you know, the whole title of the video being Power of the Dick, um, the whole point to this video is to say that the sex is so good that this can happen. But I don't think it has anything to do with the sex in itself. Do you think the sex has anything to do with it? Even, you know, from the woman's perspective? Oh, well, I mean, you look at it from a woman's perspective. Billy Crystal said it best. Women need a place. Uh, women need a reason. Men need a place. Damn. Hold on. I gotta like that down. That was good shit right there. <laughs> right. All right. Hmm. And that's and that's that's really the that's the that is the simplistic explanation of sex between the sexes. Women need a reason. Men need a place. We ain't never needed a yeah. reason whatsoever. We could be we could be half a million dollars in debt to our eyeballs, just I mean, stressed out at work the whole nine yards, all that other good stuff and whatnot. The first thing that we need to do, the first thing we think about needing to do in order to get rid of all those stresses is one good long hard fuck. Mm. And in our minds, we can conquer the world at that point. Women are mm. dead differently. I'm still, I'm still sitting here going, damn. Because I see that cheating so many situations that I've personally experienced and, um, you know, seen unfold with people close to me. And that statement kind of sums up so many of them. And I never, mm-hmm. you know, I can talk forever about, well, that happened because of this. But that shit right there you just said, that just kind of summed up everything so perfectly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally, I mean, and when Billy Crystal when Billy Crystal pulled that statement, that statement was done. Oh God, that was stand up. That was a stand up routine he did back in the mid eighties. Okay. So for it to resonate now in the twenty first century, to let you know just how profound that statement is. Uh, yeah, I guess because you know now being able to have a experiences, personal and other people, um, I can see it, you know? So, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that was one of the things that was kind of like, because it was earlier today and I couldn't, I didn't have time to kind of watch the video. Then I got back to the, because someone tagged me, so I got back to the post and I looked and I was like, that ain't the post is like, it's been going on for hours. Like, people are still talking about it and commenting on it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, y'all really into this. And I mean, it was so many comments, I couldn't read all of them. And I was like, well, and then, you know, somebody got really upset. And, and so I was looking at how people get really upset. And I, I told a kid the other day, I hit dogs a holler. And, of course, you have to explain it because I'm old school. And the kid's like, what? <laughs> but Exactly. It's just kind of like, dang, you know, you can see some people with all how how angry they got at that, 
and it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, some of y'all have experienced some some areas where this kind of hit home a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and it's okay. You know, one of the things that I've been working on a lot is owning my shit, you know, and if people would own that stuff, they wouldn't have to get angry like that about things. Because, you know, that's just, that's just what made me. That made me who I am right now. That I've been through that, I dealt with it, I did that, you know, and now I'm who I am and I'm better for it. And if people kind of let growth take over, they could. They wouldn't stay stagnant in those spaces and feel that pain all the time. But it's hard to look at yourself. This much is true. Okay, so let me think about what else I've seen on this thing that I want to talk about. Okay, here's one that that I got also tagged in. People think I'm smart, I think, or maybe they don't think. Maybe these people are on the low talking about me. I don't know. i got to check that out, too. Um, I got tagged in one today where it was a group of girlfriends. They out at the club, and um, one of the girls is a heavier, you know, the the plus-size chick, the heaviest chick, and she's got on the most revealing things, like a whole body lace suit, okay? Mind you, she's the heavy chick, so we got some rolls and some extra going on. And um, the guy put that up there, and he was like, yeah, I want to know what you got to say about that. And, you know, I'm just listening, and people kind of going in on her or whatever. And, um, you know, I, I really don't have anything to say about it. But... Um, something came to mind, it, 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 um, and I don't know if somebody commented or was on the actual picture, but it's like where does confidence end and become like ridiculousness or something else. But I was like, you know, as women take their bodies and own their bodies or, or back in in this new you know 21st century and they appreciate the thick of them, at what point? Is it no longer confident and unappealing, or it's like okay, you know better? You know, at what point are you able to say to somebody, "You're too big for that"? Are you ever? Do you ever get to make a comment on somebody's uh, size and how they clothe themselves? As a man, there's no that that's a no-win situation. <laughs> I, I, no. I, I promise you I promise you on some levels That is a no-winning situation Because I mean You, you see women You see women coming on, coming on women all the time And you just mm-hmm. kind of leave You kind of leave sleeping dogs lie, so to speak But if you decide you want to mm-hmm. ever Just wade into that particular minefield My only words of advice Is to enter with caution um, To tell a woman that she has no business wearing certain things, whether it's whether it's age, whether it's size, whether it's uh, a matter of taste and uh, circumstances, so to speak, you're gonna lose mm-hmm. every day of the week. All right, it's the same. Yeah. It's 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 the same. It's the same moniker as okay. Your 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 female friend comes up to you as a man. And the first thing they they sit the the first thing they they ask is the one thing that married men always say never never give a good answer to, and that is do I look fat in these jeans? Mm-hmm. Or, how do I look in this outfit? 
you you're put in you're put in no win situation almost immediately. Because if you say yes, you're in trouble. If you say no, or you hedge or you, you hesitate a little bit, that becomes a twenty to thirty minute conversation over why I didn't answer it in the manner of what we thought she wanted to answer. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're yeah, stupid enough as a man to get into that kind of conversation, woe be unto you, and don't expect me to feel sorry for you. Okay. And I, I wonder that for, you know, girlfriend conversation. Because, you know, one, of course, the, the all-time answer is if that's your real friend, you will tell them. But then there you go. You know, what if you just the friend with the better body? Um, and then are you hating? Because that's like the new thing to say when I don't like what you say to me. Anytime you say something, whether it's constructive or not, the new thing now is to say, oh, you hate me. And so mm-hmm. as a girlfriend, do you even want to go through that when you try to pull your girlfriend to the side and say, you know, see, it's, that's not working for what you got. You know, um, I'm sure there's something else that you could put together that looks better. Now, you know, we have our beautiful listeners, our regular listeners. So I want to stop and say, hey, Val. I want to say hi to you all. And I want to say hi to Abdul. And um, I found Abdul... His comments would be kind of interesting. He said, um, confidence never ends, it evolves. So which would kind of be contradictory to what my thoughts are, that there is a line between confidence and then just kind of being ridiculous. But he said no. Um, And then he said that it goes for both men and women. So he doesn't feel like, you know, any one gender has it easier in that regard. So I don't know. I just... You know, there are some things that I myself, I look at myself and I go, yeah, girl, you can't do that. Let's take that all the way off. Um, just because they're naked in my thighs, I mean, I need to put my thighs in it, you know. Um, so I just, I, I don't know, I was looking at that and I was looking at some of the comments that women were making and I was kind of looking at what the, the men were saying and the men took the little high road. They wouldn't say much. They were like, oh, well, you know, that's not my particular taste. You know, I was like, see, these guys have learned this art of sidestepping and not really putting their foot in their mouth. And so most of the guys are just kind of waiting on the ladies to say, and, you know, the sisters was tearing the girl up. You know, they was like everything that they possibly could say. Um, and so, important. like, yeah. Um, so, but see, that's the thing. I do say, well, as long as it fits the body, but that's the thing. What does fit? What does fit mean? Does that mean as long as it will go on, it's in a large enough size, or do you mean fit as in it um, kind of is made for, or accentuates, or enhances in some way the body? Because I think that's what clothes are supposed to do, um, and not make you look like why you put that on. Um, so family's ready. Some bring family on. Hello, guys. What's going on, hey. everyone? How's it feeling? Cannot Hello? complain. Cannot Hello? complain. We can't only Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening. And I'm saying to myself, um. There's a difference between smart and respect. 
a woman would call a man smart for not getting into that conversation, but will she respect him? I would think that answer you honestly, you will respect him, even though it may not be the smartest conversation for me to have. And and one thing you can't do is lie to yourself. So you know when you're looking in that mirror how you <laughs> feel about what you see. And when somebody that you know knows how you feel and how you think comes at you in a way that doesn't represent how you feel and you know them, you're looking at them sideways. Like, I know I see this big pimple on my face. You don't see this big pimple on my face? I know I hear these guys rubbing together when I walk. You don't hear these guys rubbing together when I walk. You know what I mean? So subconsciously, you know when somebody's peeing on your leg and telling you it's raining. But to right. want what you want to hear, you accept it. And yeah, I ain't got no time for bullshit. If you don't look right, you don't look right. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than the look anyway, first of all. So if you stuck up on the look, we have to deal with that issue first. Hmm. But that's me. As you. Okay. And we respect that, sir. We respect that. But, yeah, just because it's in okay. your size on me, you should wear it. You're right. I know. This is in my size. It's made for my size. Hey, Imaj. Hi. How are you guys? How are you, ladybug? Hola. I'm okay. <laughs> um, a little tired because I'm functioning off only a few hours of sleep, but I'm okay. Oh, we ought to get some good arguments from you and Ron then. Yeah, I, I, I've been listening. And being that I am a curvier chick, um, we are. We are, yes, like we are. Like you, you taller than me, and so um, yeah, that's not hard to do. But yes, I am. Yeah, I you're shut up. Hush your mouth. We're still curvy. Like we're, we're still these curvy chicks. And I am I'm that friend. I'm that friend that will say, Look, that person's friend is not their friend because they let them walk out like that. They let them walk out this house looking like this busted roll of biscuits. Don't let them do that. As a real friend, I'm gonna give you an example. A couple of years back, me and my one of my friends had gone to the beach. Say the name, say the name. No, I can't uh uh-uh. No, we were, I'm, I'm just going to say we went to bike rally or whatever. Anybody who knows what the Myrtle Beach bike rally is like knows that that is a hot mess waiting to happen. Yeah. So, so I, being the, you know, I'm a sundress kind of girl. You know, I'm not going to be out wearing short shorts and all that. I'm at the beach. I'm going to wear a sundress. I'm good. So my friend walks into our thing in the condo. So she walks into my bedroom and she says, hey, this is what I'm wearing. And I said, you wearing it where? <laughs> she said, we, go, we get ready to go out. I said, so you going out with me? She was like, yeah. I said, you're not wearing that today. No, ma'am. Like, I can see your ass. No. And you are like the same size as me? No, ma'am. You are not wearing that. Go put some leggings on or something. I don't care what you decide to put up under that shirt that you think is a dress. No. 
pray for something about it. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I said, listen, you know how we joke between one another? Like, girl, that girlfriend is not a friend. She let her walk out the house like that today. I said, well, just think about this. As your friend, I would talk about you today if you walked out this house without me. So, therefore, go change. And she quickly went on and changed her clothes. Well, you're not going to do that. Yeah, first of all, you, as my friend, you are a representation of me as well. So, no, you can't wear that out there. You can wear that around the room if you'd like to. Just wear it around the room. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going outside with that. And I'm just really, like, I'm conscious of what I look like. And so, and I am so team put a girl on, a spank, body shaper, do whatever you got to do to pull that in so it's not jiggly and rolly. Don't nobody want to say See, you're about to you're about to jump on my next question because I have a question for the guys because I want to hear their their um, idea about this because my eyes open the door. So, so fellas, I want to ask you this. The waist centers uh, are the spanks. Do you feel like we're lying to you when we do that? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, about that. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> Come on with it. We listen. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's really. I mean, it depends. I mean, you, you're dealing with you're dealing with a lot of the different accessories, and space is just one of them. Um, it, it really depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to have me hooked in based on? Based on what you think, I, what you think I am attracted to. So, hmm. in certain instances, yeah, you are lying to me because eventually the space got to come off, especially if we're gonna get to a point where we're intimate. Hmm. So, what would you prefer? Me see and enjoy what's in front of me, despite. Or am I gonna sit here and have to see you in space, even if we're even if we're both, you know, uh, at a point where we're both naked? Space ain't gonna save you, mm-hmm. then. Okay. Okay. Ryan, and, kind of that one, Ryan, you Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself. If you honestly feel that I'm, your die is X diameter and you want it to look Y diameter, so you put this contraption on to make it look that size, then you're saying to yourself, I want to change myself. As opposed to using the clothes, just change yourself. You know what I mean? If you're saying to yourself that I'm a 26 waist and I want to be a 20 waist, and you can put a girdle on to, to, to do that, but for the whole time you got it on, you can't swallow. Or for the whole time you got it on, you can't sit a certain way. You know what I mean? Or or you got to lean against the wall to slide down into the chair, whatever it may be. If you, if you got to go through all that, you know what I'm saying, why not just for 15, uh, for five minutes a day, just tighten your stomach while you're sitting at your desk? And for another five minutes, 
while you sit in your chair, lift your legs up and, and, and like like you in rehab and, and, and tighten your, your thigh muscle and point your toe. Trust me when I tell you, after about six months, you'll be like, oh, shit, I'm 24. Just by doing lazy exercises. You, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you're really saying to yourself, I want to change this, and you're not changing it, then you're not being honest with yourself. And that's a bigger issue than what you want. That usually permeates through different aspects of your life. You're not being honest with yourself in what you're eating and what you're wearing. You're probably not honest with yourself on how you're spending, on who you're loving, on your, your career. You, you know, Damn. It's, it's going it's to permeate throughout your life. He said if you wear things every day in your world is jacked up. You're lying about everything. I never said it was a lie. I said you feel a certain way about it, and that means you oh, feel oh, a certain oh. way about that same thing in all aspects of your life. Please don't put words in my mouth. I appreciate you for that. I can put words in your mouth if I want to. You just, you know, have to be responsible enough to take them out. Say no more. Trust me, I'll take it <laughs> out. I, I ain't going to finish that sentence. Yeah. I'm trying to work with him, but it's hard. My goodness, my goodness. I mean, that's like saying my child can't read, but you're not sitting there buying your child books. Then you ain't doing nothing to help that, that to, to, to help accomplish that end that you say you really want. Okay, Ron, I'll give you that for, I guess, a little bit. I'll give you some of that. Those points there. Now, mind you, this is a man who's lost eighty pounds. So, so I mean, it's not necessarily that I say it because, I mean, I know, I know it's actual fact. Okay, okay, we're not, we're not arguing with you. I just said I gave you points on that. People were actually, um, you know, agreeing with you over here. Okay, it's all right. Calm down. But if you're juicy and sexy, you can still get it. I ain't never lie. I ain't never lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm not stupid now. That juicy tootie box is very well liked. Very well liked. What? How did we get to that? <clears throat> he said it. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move right along because I don't need him to say nothing else about juices and boxes. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's talk about this uh, hot topic right now. Is this Ebola in Texas? Yeah. How y'all doing down there? How y'all doing down there? That's all I can add. How y'all doing? How we doing? How we doing down there? How we, I, you know what? You try not to have any of the paranoia because you try to be logical and you try to think about, okay, you know, it is with that. You know, you're only getting certain reports. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist at heart, so I know that there's so much more to it than just what's on the news. But at the same time, you like, well, maybe I should stay in the house and keep my kids home and not participate in any event, you know? Like, I should I should just be like a family recluse. We all in the house. That's where I am. So I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to like be logical, but this is really messing with a sister's mind. Well, I mean, considering that that same person, you know, decided she had to take a trip and uh, didn't disclose the fact that she was took that and fall into the purposes that she's suffering from the Ebola virus. Um, we got other issues that are really at work at this point, and that's the fact that uh, a lot of the American public still remains ignorant to the to, to certain facts comes to something that deadly. I mean, she she just okay after after testing positive. Nine times out of ten, you're supposed to quarantine. Well, folks don't want to adhere to the quarantine, and then it's, mm-hmm. they want to go travel. Now, mm-hmm. this chick went for- yeah, they want to go to school and infect a whole school building. Well, it's not even just that. This particular this particular nurse, after being infected from the, from the guy that that passed away, she mm-hmm. decides she wants to go travel to, as I understand it, I think she ended up traveling to Ohio. So now she's in mm-hmm. Ohio. She's in Ohio now. After mm-hmm. and, and did not and did not tell anybody in Texas when she left, or in Ohio when she landed, and then the, and mm-hmm. then the plane and then the same plane that she was on ended up going from Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken, down to Fort Lauderdale, and then from Fort Lauderdale, Dallas. and then fought in Fort Lauderdale to Dallas, and then Dallas to Atlanta before they finally tell someone that this chick was on the plane and it should have been decontaminated when they left Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So we have an issue of transparency that we have to deal with as well. And the reason why mm-hmm. people don't want to be transparent is, is the same reason why the young man, the, the, the guy that passed away was sent home after just saying, oh, I, I got the flu. Right, and here's what here's what I because you know I'm confused this, but I recall on this exact day that the first case arrived in Dallas, um, I was talking to a friend who knows people in our government secure people in that department. Okay, and so the person comes to me and a couple of friends and we're standing around talking and, and the person says, hey, I've got some bits of intelligence that say our area is on the radar type of um, activity in our area. So I was told, you know, be prepared for whatever, whether that's evacuation or having to be in home, you need water, blah, blah, blah. And so we're like, okay. And this is the same group of people that I was with when 9-11 happened. And so, you know, we kind of have that kind of, you know, take care of your family bond thing going on. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, uh, you know, because we don't know. This this hasn't happened yet. So we don't know what's really happening. All we know is something in our area, be, be ready, be prepared for some kind of news 
that's bigger than just your local news. And then so this happens later in the day. And, you know, for a lot of us, we're still thinking some type of terrorist attack or whatever. But then I see this and I realize they already knew this guy was coming here with this affliction to this location. They already knew. Government knew. So now, I, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm all for the big conspiracy. So now I'm like, I know that there is that whole situation where what's the greater good? That's the kind of concept that our government supposedly works on. So, so if a few of you are killed off, but I can save the rest of you, then we got to lose those few. And so I kept, I can't help but feel like they already knew and they have already guesstimated how many people may end up contracting it and how many people we just might lose and it's okay. They didn't stop him from getting on the plane. They didn't stop him from moving from where he landed to the rest of, you know, it was okay. And that just, you know, that is what scares me just about our society. Um, it's funny you said this with our society. Right. I come from a slightly different point of view. Let me just backtrack for a hot second. I just finished a book called Freaking Out. It still talks about how people who are parents, you, you're more worried about a loaded gun in your house, but in reality, backyard pools kill more children than loaded guns in houses. So mm-hmm. now I say that to say this. Over the last five months, how many people in this country have died from Ebola? Right. I don't know, three, four. Right. Over the last five months, how many people have been killed by police? I think we need to put our priorities where they need to go. Now, yes, yes, out of this, nothing you say. I don't discount nothing you say. But when we are focused on something that's killing X amount of people, and you got something else that's killing X times five for that or something of that nature, I think we would want to focus on that more pressing issue than something that is a possible issue. And, and I, I totally agree with the whole, um, the numbers. Because if you look at the numbers, we have so many other things that are killing off so many other people, you know, faster rates. Um, but I guess my issue is the... I guess just the fact that how it how it happened, you know, um, it was it's been in Africa. I mean, it, it's been in existence. I think I read since 1976. Absolutely. And never I mean, has real. been an issue. Dude, disease I mean, is just on pop up. Disease is just on pop up. Right. Right. I, I mean, nature don't work like that. Like you know what? We've been good all these years. You know, let's throw some bullshit into the game. Nature don't work like that. Mm-hmm. So, so what? For us to be like, oh, it started there. No, it didn't start there. It was put there. Or it started right. here. No, it didn't start here. It was put here. You know what I mean? So nature, yes, things mutate, but things mutate from an original source. So unless you right. can trace something back to the original source, you can see how it mutated. If something just pops out of the blue, that is man-made, people. So that okay. being said, when we're looking at things that, now nah, that don't mean because it's man-made, it was man-made for a negative purpose. It could be man-made for a positive purpose, but it just 
mutated. That's a possibility right. also. Don't or believe it, but it's a possibility. Is that right. Or the positive purpose is how it's going to be used. What's going to be used against us is going to be used against them. And, right. you know, because we, we always have various types of war, uh, warfare. So, you know, that's always possible. Um, yeah. I mean, and I, you know, and I know, I know with the numbers and the in the situations, and I know, you know, there's always um, a way to divert attention from things that are gaining too much publicity or support, and I, I definitely believe that is all part of what the issue is here. Um, but I also, I guess, I don't like when somebody else gets to decide how much life um, means and who is expendable and who isn't. And I think that all kind of wraps it back into what you were talking about, you know, the death by police hands and the death by, you know, man-made disease hands, you know, just for a person to to get to play God and say um, what lives are expendable and which ones are not. I don't, I just have an issue with that, you know. Um, well, I mean, the other the other half of that equation is you're looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, from 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 a medical perspective, um, there are only maybe five facilities in the United States at this point in time that are equipped to quarantine, treat, and handle anyone with Ebola at this point. Right. You know, so you, you look at that, you look at that number, and you realize that, you know, when it came to when it came to different things that have happened, I mean, the first thing they should have did with a lot of them was bring them uh, to those facilities. Now, whether or not that mm-hmm. was whether or not that was feasible or not is anybody's guess. Um, with, mm-hmm. the, with the, the gentleman that passed away in Texas, he did he was not forthcoming with the information to try and at least save his life. Mhm. You know, had he been more forthcoming, you know, maybe the maybe the situation might have been different. I'm just speculating more so than anything else at this point. But the person the persons that were initially brought here to the C D C and Emory University Hospital, they were able to be treated almost immediately because they recognized the symptoms. They were able to alert uh, you know, World Health Organization uh, doctors, and they did what was necessary to try and get them, you know, get them treated, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so there, you know, it, it 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 speaks more to the distrust of our community when it comes to law enforcement, when it comes to the legal system, and now healthcare can be thrown into the mix now. Based on what what has happened at this point in time, now whether the distrust is legitimate in some instances, yes, absolutely. But when it comes to the the, the current healthcare system that we're dealing with right now, you know, they may that may have contributed to why he did not disclose the information that he did that he should have disclosed. So that okay. aspect has to be brought into the mix as well. Okay. I mean, also, you can look at it from the standpoint of, I know I was two years ago, 
had a trip to Africa that was about to go through and ended up falling through. But as I was getting ready to go get my shots, I was talking to one of our elders. He said, don't get no damn shots. What's wrong with you? I said, what if I go to Africa and get malaria? He said, well, then you get treated. I said, oh, wow. Yeah, true. Like, <laughs> like why, people from, from, from Asia all the time go to Africa. You catch them, you get a shot to cure it. So, I mean, what we not realizing is we say to ourselves that, oh, I don't want to get this because this is fatal. Yes, it is fatal in some instances. In some instances, you make a recovery. So you have the option of not getting it. You have the option of getting it and dying. Or you have the option of getting it and get cured of it. And not very often do we look at it from the standpoint of if you get something, you can ungit it. And and we need to look at that aspect of it too because there's only a, a handful of places, as Brooke said, that can quarantine and, 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 and inoculate as far as Western medicine goes. There are other ways that can go about treating this, but those ways aren't necessarily FDA approved. So so now you say to yourself, well, can he get the job done or can he get the job done so that I don't have any legal liability? So, I mean, I mean, there's other there's, there's, there's more than one way to skinny cat. So when we start hearing about this, saying this, you always want to okay. talk about cats. You always want to talk about cats. Don't forget skin. I said skin too. Mm-mm-mm. There you go. What's better to talk about than a nice cat, especially if it's nice and juicy? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I I participated in that one. I did. I did. I was listening to I said a cat. Then she speaks up, right? I was listening and then y'all went left like quick. Like I just made a sharp left turn. Yeah, I was I was I was just saying he said he said skin and cats and then I said something about, you know, he likes to talk about cats and before long Somebody starts to purr. Hmm. Hmm. I shall remute my phone line. Lord have mercy. Now, now, wait. Can, can, can I, if I may? You were saying earlier, and, and your kid were speaking about this before me and, and Miles came on, about confidence. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we project too much. So we see somebody winning something, oh, they must be confident. Why? Because you're confident? That half ain't confident. That half is lost. All right? <laughs> Just because you wear something that ain't necessarily appropriate don't mean that you're confident enough to wear it. You could be fronting, too. You know, that's the other side of the confidence coin, the fronting coin. So <laughs> I don't want to always think just because somebody is, oh, she's confident. Oh, he's confident. Look at him. Look. <laughs> this stuff go all out. He don't care. He got a tight medium T-shirt. You don't get nah. He ain't confident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just wants you to look at his medium T-shirt. There you go. That's all it is. No, I'm saying don't project your confidence on somebody else and, and try to give it to them de facto. It don't work like that, people. And there you go. Mm, yeah, I. Mm-hmm. And you can be confident yeah. and not necessarily be arrogant with everything as well, too. Because there are some people who mix up the arrogance and the confidence as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 
or, or even it's so funny how you're perceived. If you could, if you could ever have like honest conversation with people that really don't know you, I know that sounds like kind of oxymoronish, but if you could have honest conversation with people that don't really know you, like in a, a depth of a level, like they kind of know the surface you, like maybe just the work you. Um, and then they can tell you what they see, like how they see you. It's really enlightening. You know, I've I've been able to work in a space, um, and this year we had added a new person in this space. And um, it's a person that I've worked with for many years, but we've never worked directly together like we do this year. And um, so, you know, you guys know how I am. And so we get to laughing, I get to cracking little jokes or hitting a little punchline. And so the person turns to me and they're like, I didn't know you were like this. And, you know, I, I pause for a minute and I check myself, I sniff under my arms and I'm like, like what? Like, how am I? And um, she was like, I just didn't know. I just didn't know, like, you were really, like, cool. Like, you, I didn't know. And I'm like, uh... What they thought okay. you were bougie and stuck up or something? Yeah, she, I, I, for them, I mean, her her word, her term she used, but you know how people use a term and you're thinking, uh-uh, she means some other shit. But um, her term she used was sometimes you, you, well, you usually come off as intimidating to me. And I was like, intimidating? Oh, because she was stuck up. Because I'm, you know, I'm generally, you know, I speak to people. I'm words and I'm catchphrases. I know. And I smile and I'm like, hi. I try to help people. I'm not overly nice to you. Now, I'm not going to come running and be like, do you need some help? I don't do that shit. But um, if you say, excuse me, I'm like, yes, you need something? You know, I'm good with that. And I generally try to be, you know, kind of facilitator. But, I mean, for her to say that, I'm like, and this, I'm going to talk, when I say we worked together for years, I'm like, damn, you know, we've had a couple of conversations, you know, we've talked, you know, at maybe just about nothing in the, in the hallway or whatever. And you always thought, like, like you said, that little cold word that I was intimidating. And now it's, I mean, I still catch her sometimes looking at me like, I can't believe it. To be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's really amazing, and and then you like know you where said, you get that. You know you ahead. get that from children. You get you a nice ninety-five-year-old black woman. Oh, she'll tell you exactly what she sees. She mm-hmm. tell you exactly mm-hmm. what she sees. What you need to do. She gets you listen, man. They ain't gonna lie to you. They may be skilled mm-hmm. them and children. Man, I remember one time I was on in New York. We have dollar man. So we, me and my goddaughters on the dollar van. And this lady, she's talking, and she's just bumping her gums on her phone. And my goddaughter had to be, like, maybe three years old at the time. She said, why that lady talk so much? <laughs> everybody starts laughing because every adult was thinking the same thing. Yep. Yep. She said, why that lady I'm talk so much? Hilarious. Oh, my and, of course, she shut her ass up. She hung the phone up. Okay, she hung the phone up. No, okay. I think we, 
Oh, can we hear something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my I think we missed some stuff. Maybe we missed something. Ron's special. Um, we might be missing the special ending to this story. Now he's special. Special. That's key. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ron, is this your um um is this your style of I don't know suspense cliffhanger or something? Uh, just let us know. Just please continue. Just go. Just go. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Start over. I'm not even gonna tell everything with the kid what she did after she got the phone, like why you ain't tell your kid to be quiet, you know. No, 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 no. She she's not stupid now. I'm come now. Oh wow. <laughs> you never know some people they can oh, well, they might eat stupid for breakfast. But I don't know. Hold on because I think he is projecting his stupidity onto other people. maybe that's why he said that. Stupid Listen, choice of words. If my if my god baby say the truth and you get an attitude with her, you get an attitude with me. She was being honest. You talk too much. Don't get mad at her because she's telling you the truth. I teach her to tell the truth. She ain't wrong. All right. Well, then. That is Amaya all day long. Amaya does it. She's five, and we're trying to get her to the point now. Like, Amaya, you can't say everything that comes to your mind. But yeah, <laughs> right, Maya, I can tell that's how I'm private. Right now, while you're in public, we're going to laugh at this big mouth lady. <laughs> I want I want to start some shit with Ron and Iman. I, I read this. I just read this on um, somebody's post. It says, um, the woman. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't even want to know. Nope. <laughs> and I'm nope. like, okay, she gonna saw some stuff. Like I've been, I've been working really it. well with Ron. We were doing yeah. good. We were showing, okay. sharing some chuckles. And here she goes. She wants to start something. And she, and she just says it out loud. I want to start some shit between these two bastards. <laughs> Come on. Like yeah. we're living together. Like we've been okay living in together, same place, shuffling it up every now and again. You go about your business, I go about mine. Yeah, you know. But I'm interested <laughs> to see what the situation is because she may be wrong that it might not start some shit. Right, um, it might okay. fire her. Right, it might yeah, I might be wrong. That's right. It's gonna backfire. Let's go. Let's go. Backfiring one on one. Let's do this shit. Okay, so it says, the woman who knows her place never loses her position. True or not? Not true. Well, partial truth. Partial truth because it doesn't matter what you think Hold on, wait, wait, Ron. I mean, hey, hey, hold on, Ron, because I heard somebody say, read that again. It says, the woman who knows her place never loses her position. No, that ain't true. I was about to say that sounds a little bit. That sounds a little bit oxymoronic, to be honest with you. If, if, and that's not a true statement at all. Ron well, said it's partially true. We're not saying it's partially true. Position. It got to be a, a two part thing. You know what I mean? 
you got to play your position, but he got to know the position you're playing. If he don't value the position you're playing, you can play it all you want. He's going to do what the hell he want to do. You know what I mean? But 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 if you holding me down and I value you holding me down, then, yes, you're not going nowhere. You'll always stay right here. But we both got to value that position you hold and vice versa. I was about to say, I, I'm, I'm going to have to be with Ron on this one, man, because, you know, I got to know, especially if I know where you're supposed to be and then you know where you're supposed to be, if all lines are, if, if everything is aligned, then it's a beautiful thing for the foreseeable future. But if I see it differently from what you see it as, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to get ugly in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Iman, do you agree with him? I, you know what? I I will have to agree because I mean, if I know my position, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. And if he don't like it, then I'm I'm probably gonna leave the team. Okay. It's not gonna be with so long that you're gonna not value what I've done or what I've brought to the table. So yeah, if he can't value it, then what we playing for? I am nobody that can uh, drink anything. So it's all about that. I, I see no shit get started. It, it almost did, homeboy. You lucky that <laughs> you lucky that um, it was Shakir who made it okay for her to agree because she wasn't agreeing with your busted butt. She was like, um, first of I all, you ain't got to say all those D's in your sentence. <laughs> That's maybe Whoa. maybe she don't need to add B's. Maybe she need S's. Oh, S's. Oh, yeah. I, I seen that picture on her page the other day, and it made me think of D's. What picture? Oh, well, little man was what? knocked out. Little man was knocked out. Oh, little man looked comfortable than a mom. Oh, when she put the baby to sleep, you stupid as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so stupid. What the hell? Y'all want to talk about lettuce? Let's talk about those lettuce. <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, who had a, who had a baby? But no, Iman's don't participate. He just shifted the shit away from no, the No, I'm, I'm saying, little man was looking peaceful. He was looking happy <laughs> in the faggot in Boy's Town. He was just laying there. Mm, 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 mm. I just tell. <laughs> that takes care of that. Oh, <laughs> my why why did you make that sound like that baby was breastfeeding and she ain't got no milk? Exactly. Milk? Right. I don't know if she lactating or not, but the baby said, mm, 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 mm. Hey, I don't think it's legal to say to a not pregnant woman, are you lactating? You should not be talking about no, lactating. No, some women actually know that, no, some women feel lactate. I don't want to lactate. talk about it. I don't want to lactate. lactate without being pregnant. I have them, and they got to wear I don't want to um, lactate. My baby is. About to be twelve. I do not want to still be lactating, please. And no, thank you. Well, little man wanted you to be. Little man was like, "Where's that?" <laughs> really? I got really this. Wrong. Um, I got We're this bottle on. you can take. We gonna move on. We gonna go ahead. We gonna go ahead and move on. Oh. I like okay. that topic, though. I like, I, I like, I like talking about. No, let's not. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that anymore. Let's not talk about that anymore. Okay, so the next topic. I'm so moving on to one. Oh, 
question. Have you gotten any more participation in the cruise? Actually, yes. Actually, yes. Actually, um, so I had a meeting last night with this dude, and he hooked me up with a travel agent directly with the cruise line. So, um, actually, she's going to email me some information today, and I'm going to send it out to the people so far. I'm, 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 I'm getting excited because we already got, like, 15 fathers and 27 daughters. Nice. Oh, so, so right now, cool. so what's that? So what's that? Twenty-seven, thirty-seven, forty-two. That's forty-two people so far. Um, and depending on how much bigger it gets, and all of us are melanated, which is an even better thing. So um, when you look at it, it looks like it's coming in shape. But that being said, um, last night planning it, I'm, so I'm talking on the phone with some of my brothers, and this is some bullshit. Yeah, ready for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking down. I'm I'm walking down the street, and I'm, all, I'm, I'm we're having a conference call, and I'm, I'm talking, and I'm underneath the train. We got an elevated train in New York. So I said the train goes by. I'm like, damn, it's just messing up the course. So I said, hold on, gentlemen. I put it in my shirt. Let the train go by. The train goes by. I said, pardon me, that was the overhead train going by. But I don't mean to interrupt the call. Let me get some off this street. So I try to go walk, cut through the park to get away from the elevated train, and it's police in the park. You know these bastards arresting me for trespassing. What? And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, I'm doing, I mean, I, 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 I don't mean, I don't mean to put myself on any kind of pedestal or not, because I don't, I trust me, I don't belong. But, okay. I'm like, I'm helping out these young boys. I'm setting up this father daughter cruise. We are, this Sunday we're going to the breast cancer walk to help volunteer. We got three other projects. We got a health fair. Like this is what we should be doing in our community. And you want to waste my tax paying dollars, you bastard you, by saying that I'm in a park at 10:24 and it closed at 10 o'clock, and now you want to kidnap me? I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit. So, so I say all that to say that as I was on the conference call trying to get all the details about the the crews, I ran into them boys and they just messed my whole evening up last night. Oh, I hate to hear that. As much as I, li- I don't like you, I don't want anybody else to beat up on you. That's just for us. Right. No, no, no. I don't get beat up on Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you know I what I mean. That. I don't want you to be mistreated by you. anyone else but us. But, but what's funny... <laughs> And I, I used to laugh at the situation, but what's funny is so, they, so we go back to the police or whatever, and I get on my soapbox. I start, <laughs> they were like, we're going to get you out of here tonight. We're going to get you out of here tonight. I'm like, why not I start being a militant bastard for you don't say, to realize that you don't want me in here with these other brothers? I'm telling I'm giving out <laughs> phone numbers to the to the, uh, to the Fordham Law Center. I told her through your court, Fordham Law Center. They help people with the cases, blah, blah, blah. I said, whoa, you can't be telling people that. Let's get him out of here. Oh, okay. let's, let's get this educated Negro out of here now. Yeah. Let's get him out of here. He's going to start an uprising here. It's like, sir, we have to wait for the minister. I don't care. Get him out of here now. <laughs> get him out of here now. Somebody take him the dinner. Get this colored Negro out of here. 
Oh, you so, so you now. got out of there for a lot of people. You got out of there before a lot of people, huh? Yes, ma'am. I sure did. Listen, listen. It, it was funny. I had, I had said one little metaphor to them about why they actually brought us in here. And the, and three officers stopped and turned and looked at me as I'm talking. And it was like, this motherfucker go start some trouble. I can... <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it's getting out of here now. Oh, well, it's, and so... Um, Ron, were you in there long enough to take showers? Take a shower. What? That's what I'm talking about. This, this, this mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. Why are you worried about where I'm touching myself with Dove soap? I just wondered if you dropped the soap. You wonder if I dropped the soap. Hmm. I don't choose to talk to you anymore. I'm done. I'll talk to you again. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of new booty, speaking of new booty, I have a question for the guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody's talking about new booty. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did the new booty come from? Okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how the hell we got to that. Hey, I could have. Uh, hey, you know, because Ryan was in, you know, he was the new one in there. I'm just, never mind. Bad segue, sorry. Okay, so question, fellas. Um, There is a new, um, coming more widespread, it's crossing cultural lines. And there's a new fetish that is no longer capital. It's the booty, the larger booty, the Brazilian booty, the big, beefy booty. And I just want to know, fellas, how do you see this? Like when you see a woman who is not culturally um, um, uh, uh, genetically, I guess, prone to having the massive derriere, I mean, does it give you the same um, effect as, you know, the, the, the culture where the women's behinds are usually that size and look that way? So as opposed to um, an African-American woman, a Brazilian woman, and you get this Caucasian woman with the same butt. Do you get the same? Do you get turned on the same way when you see it? Or what the hell? You? I mean, I'm I mean, I mean, what, I mean whole, what kind of question is that? Do I, do I, I'm, I'm does it look nice? Do you yes, like it looks nice. Sally with I'm a big old break? I'm going to have to say this. With, with every with every bit of position left in my body at this point because uh-oh, I'm uh-oh, uh-oh. really cranked up. I don't give a shit about the ethnicity. If it looks good, it looks good. It's really that simple at this point because I've seen German women who fit the description. We've already talked. You already brought Brazil. You already brought Brazil up. So that's not right. a big. Um, Argentina, Chile, a lot of the South American countries. Oh, just right. lovely. Um, then of course you can step across the you can step across the water and you know, Somalia, Ethiopia. I've seen them I've seen it all, you know, as far mm-hmm. as that's concerned. There's no discrimination on this front. I can tell you that now. Well, I'm not for discrimination neither. I'm just I'm just a little I, I, what I will say is though being in the big city metropolis that I am, it's confusing me how these Chinese girls got big asses all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. 
I don't know what era it came from. Is it the me generation? Is it the, the, I'm saying the 80s babies? I don't know who the hell it is. But all what of a I sudden, say, you see it's fatties on the chinos, and I'm confused what about I, that. When I say, when I say, when I say that the squat challenge is real, the oh squat challenge God. is real. Oh God! I, I don't doubt you, and I, I know a young lady who was squatting and eating brown rice, and I seen her ass, I seen her past get brighter. Yes, I, I, I saw that. You saw, you saw I was what? just saying. <laughs> Usually they say your future's bright, but no, her past was bright. It sure enough was. Okay, I'm trying to tell you. Um, okay, I mean, does it matter? Squat, does it matter feet. if it is? Does it matter if it is uh, cosmetic or natural? Do you care? I look at it. It makes no difference. But I, I, I don't know if I'm in an activity with it. Will it feel the same? See, I ain't never had, you know what I'm saying, no butt shots in my hands. I don't know how those feel. I ain't never had a little, you know what I'm saying, chicken cutlet that slapped it and see if it reverberates. I've, I've never had that luck, fortunately. But I know about a nice regular one. I like those. I like those. Yeah, absolutely. But, again, the again, it's a matter of the squat challenge is real. That's for starters. Secondly, when you're dealing with, because the, the, the thing, I think the, the the one woman that actually brought that to four, um, I believe was Ice-T's wife, Coco. She was the one that started, all of a sudden started this whole trend where women are wearing high heels doing squats to make sure that that butt gets right. Mm-hmm. See, but that in I, itself is craziness. Because, okay. I mean... Just the physiology, when you're wearing these high heels, you are ruining your Achilles. You are messing up your calves. So you're breaking your body down to look good for somebody who don't even give a good goddamn about the machines anyway. Basically. But that's, but y'all that's do, where but the y'all trend. do like the shoes. Y'all like the shoes. Y'all like the Listen, shoes. Listen, go get your toes done and put some sandals on and you can still get it. <laughs> Don't make no damn difference. You got no heels on. Get out of here. That ain't something for you to throw at me if you get an attitude with me anyway. That's a weapon waiting to happen. Get that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that that was that was an interesting conversation. You know, I always wonder, you know, because you know the cosmetic surgery business, one of the highest um, or most profitable um, surgery surgeries. You know, those doctors, surgeons, they are banking, and women are constantly. I know um, a female, a woman, who. Um, has the youth, has the beauty. Um, you look at it and you're thinking, man, you know, I could get my thighs down to that size or I love how she wears that outfit or, you know, and, you know, in her secret conversation with people she trusts, her conversation was, hey, I want to go have this lipo done. And, you know, you're thinking, are you fucking kidding me? You look amazing. Well, like you said, I mean, like, what, where is it? If you guys are saying that, 
that perpetuates a woman's desire to do all of that stuff. Now, you guys can you got to realize, you got to realize when you talk to me and Shakira, there's two things you're talking to. You're talking to two men, not two adult males. One. So we're going to look at things from a grown-ass standpoint. And you're also talking to two nasty bastards. We're going to make it work. Absolutely. Uh oh. So, so that being said, when you when you, I mean, the a, a, a there's a kind of man out there who's gonna yeah. say, uh, oh, you gotta look like this, you gotta look like this. And listen, you look like how you want to look. How you look and how you perform is two different things, and I'd much rather count on your performance than your look. You got damn right on that. With mm-hmm. all that booty, you can't move it right. I guess. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain I yourself. I mean, would you just call me booty shy, girl? What? I said, explain <laughs> yourself, girl. Look at you. I mean, I mean, what's wow. the problem if you don't know what to do with it? Like, with anything. You know, you can't be walking around with a big old butt and your sex is terrible. You can't. That just don't match up right. They yeah, don't, don't match up, but it does happen. Mm-mm. Don't make it. Sense. May not, it may not match up, but it does happen. I know it does. You got all that ass and don't know how to throw it back at nothing. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, I'm gonna get up and all that ass and no sex game. Mhm. I guess that's the equivalent of the dude that's six six and two hundred eighty pounds, muscle bound, but then he's wah wah wah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, dude. That's what you got. That's what you working with. Oh, there's nothing there. I can't see. Not only is nothing there, you don't know what to do with what you have. Like, are you serious? So, yeah. Yeah. The dude that you know, you can't be a big booty Judy. Yeah. The the dude that doesn't know how to work his weaning. That's the worst one. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, a grown ass man shouldn't have a weaning. Okay, that's one. That's one. You got to come up with a better well, name than that. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If he can't work monster. it, it is a weenie. If, it, if well, he can't well, work well. it, it's a weenie. It's about doing what Oscar Meyer's doing. It ain't doing shit. So it's yeah, about well. a weenie. Well, well, that kind of vulgarity will get you a whole lot of places. I didn't know you were like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> something else. 
You know what I mean? That 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 that, that glow, that 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 shine sometimes leaves when you know that skin ain't got all that weight pushing up against it to make it chubby and shiny. So I mean, you gotta ask yourself sometimes: Am I gonna like my new me? Is you chubby and shiny? I like you chubby and shiny. I don't know. I haven't seen your teeth, especially the ones that's you know. Anyway, my bad. I just want to know if Ron is legally, was he legally blind last night? I want to know if he was legally blind. Maybe P.O.P. to hold it. Yeah, P.O.P. to hold it down. Oh, oh, man, please stop. I I was just curious. No. Okay. Okay, so now I'm just talking to Shakir now. And now it's just him. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything that you ever heard of me. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's because I'm female that you don't want to talk to me. And it's some more starting stuff. Yeah. That way you don't want to talk you to me. You know what? That's fine. I mean, Stephen, I You know what? I, still, I think you still feel in some kind of way. Because it must have been really hard for him to be arrested for walking in the park. <laughs> Even though Alone, had a curfew. Yo, do you know how much I laughed at that? I didn't know he had a curfew. I didn't know he had a curfew. I said, I was walking in the park by myself, <laughs> and these bastards interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> I giggled at that fact. You getting ready to be arrested. You thinking about us. That's funny. Who do you mean that? Like, what are you in for? Never mind. Mm-hmm. So walking in the park chicken. alone. Oh, my that, God. No, I, 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 I really thought of y'all, and I said to myself, this is hilarious. That, that was one of the reasons I, I got to tell them this. This is hilarious. I was walking in the park and interrupted by the character in Boys and Blue. I was going to okay. just put that on my little wrap-up in my little video, but I was like, no, I want to hear him when I tell him he got arrested for walking in the park alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but you, you, you're not going to make a, a habit of thinking about how you're going to make jokes about me in your wrap-up when we still got 45 goddamn minutes for the show. Listen, I mean, got 45 minutes. What right. dude, they, took, they took your watch and kept at the precinct, didn't they? No, I told the story a half I, I told the story 45 minutes ago, so you were thinking about it back then. I'm not talking about now. Get it together. Oh, oh. oh you got to be, you know, accurate with us. Get it together. We need accuracy. It's, it's, oh, uh, I wish you would have. Did you call your boot thing to come get you? Oh. So, Shakira, she's feeling, brother. All, all, all the well with you? Yeah. Don't bring that up. All the girls. Don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I deal with when you leave, brother. I'm glad you're yeah. here. I'm really glad you're here. I need to set off the phone right now because these have to be Now. Now, here's the deal, Shakira, because, sweetie, you might be out of the loop, but oh, Ron is a Mac daddy, okay? He's a Mac daddy. I don't even know. When I say Mac daddy, I think he could be her daddy. I think he's old enough. But it's one thing to be a kid. Wow, Blasphemy, I tell you. Blasphemy. What? No, no, no. I'm sorry. But he, you know, this is the thing I got with Ron. He lets us be um, all pro um, community 
and we try to hook things up and be, you know, go forth and do well, my young brother. And he takes all of our endearment and empowering, and he, you know, he uses it for his own benefit. And I just feel like we should have gotten a cut of that because even when you go on, like, dating shows and things like that, there is a, a profit gain when you hook things up for people. And I just think that is called pimping down. and pandering. You can get one to three for that in this state. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're misconstruing things. I don't walk in the park after curfew, so I don't have these problems. I'm just saying that I think he owes the wind-down family um, a portion of proceeds game from his hookups from us trying to better the world. Ryan First goes of all, out stop and he it. takes those stop opportunities it. to add to his stable. And that's what he did Shakir. And it's all in the name of the family. He has added to his stable and and I just think like, you know, he should acknowledge that we helped him get to this level of philandering. Hey, what can I say to fast forward these next five minutes? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You can say I did it. That'll make it so you say nice it, just admit it because it's just too Mosh, Mosh. Don't do that. Imaj, come on. We're building towards something, Imaj. Don't let don't let no one say I know and I know and but I think it was the whole take one for the team thing that you said to me the other day. And so I was like, mm. I can't take one for the team. I can't take one. No, no. That's you that's why you're here. You are to take it for the team. Oh Lord. That is your yes, yes, the Lord, Lord, Lord is a good person to call right now because I am. Yeah, this it. is good. This gracious. Yeah, See, I just think that Shakir, they throw body shots, they throw little subliminals at me, and it's ridiculous. No, 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 I think it, Shakir hasn't no been part. Of, I think Shakir hasn't been privy to some of the things that we know because he's kind of. You don't been, know what Shakir you know, know. Don't be speaking about no, his I know that. He probably didn't know. He probably didn't know that you were hooking up with people talking about you missed the community. You know what I mean? Don't worry about what you can know. Worry about what you know and yourself and you be all right. Well, we know so what we know. But... So he's not confused. Make sure he's not missing out on anything. Oh, I know no, he, is that you can't care. He's not confused. Uh, I know is that it was stated that you are show taking care of business in New York. All right, there's that's no a, reason for that. Right. There's no reason for heart. that. All right. Great and heart. The word is sure. S U R E. That sh- it don't even don't even go together. It don't even go together. You you done with the diversion tactics? You done? I was, I was trying. I was trying. I only got a few more minutes okay. to go, so I was, I was seeing if I could oh, yeah. do it. My bad. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Um. So yeah. That's what we know. We know that. Um, so the next time that we hook um, some somebody up with Ron, that is, you know, really about the business of the community and bettering society by, you know, doing anything positive. We need to make sure that he's not going to add them to his table. 
be very careful when we introduce him to The tone people. of this conversation has gone horribly to the left for some reason. I'm not, I don't understand this. I feel like, I feel like, and also it shows what what Ron's scale looks like. Earth? You know, we keep your scale from from the youngest to the oldest. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. know what your scale is now. So we have to be careful mm-hmm. when we have female um, so, so, so guests. So what scale going. am I? What scale? No, I'm, I'm, now I'm no your scale. Your scale, your scale fluctuates. It teeter totters. Yeah. So yeah, he's starting yeah. to to change his scale. He's really because this. I mean, I think his scale has extremes. It's like yeah, she's got to be over seventy five, or she's got to been like just walking across the stage yeah. from high school. You know what I mean? I think oh, God. Speaking he's writing people over high, their she, high school. She said high school. That's what she looked like. I said just, I said just oh, walking across the stage. Like she's oh, not in high right. school anymore. Graduate like you were waiting outside when the ceremony was over. You were like, yeah, baby, jump in, let's go. Like she's no longer in high school, but she just got out of that mug. Y'all, Speaking of nastiness of people being older than us, um, I was watching something on TV yesterday, and this lady was 61, and her boyfriend was 28, and they were kissing. Mm. Made my stomach hurt. Yeah, you you must have not caught the show that I was telling you about. Was it with the dude, the women, the dude, the women, you know, they, they, yeah, he had like several girlfriends. The oldest was like ninety one. I didn't see that one. That's crazy. What in? Yeah, like, like, and then, and he, and then she was like, yeah, because he shows up with like Astro Glide or whatever KY jelly, and she was like, I don't need that shit. And then, yeah. Wait a minute, what? So yeah, she said her. She said she still make her own. She don't need that shit. That's what she told him. Yeah, it was really. It it was really. I watched it because it's like a horrible accident, and so you cover your eyes, but you have your fingers spread apart. Oh, I remember now, I remember now, yeah. I was like, yeah, this shit is really happening. Because they, you know, they were interviewing them, and so they were showing a little bit of footage of just different things, like how she wears these little outfits for him. And, um, yeah, he, all of his women, he was like 30-something, and all the, the women started with, 60, 70. He skipped 80 or maybe she died or something and had a 90. So, yeah. She said, well, maybe she died or something. I'm done. I'm done. Maybe she did. Yeah, at this point, I don't even know what else to say. Well, you know, it's time to get off. Good night is always appropriate. Right, right. Yeah, this is time to, yeah, it's time to wrap it up anyway and and yeah, Ron never. Ron, you did a good job in in the park, and I'm glad you had um, escort. And I'm sorry you missed curfew. Um, you really should. Yeah, I don't talk to you but once a week. Night. That's that's the reason I don't talk to you but once a week. That right there. Mm, you, you talk really, to us all the time. Don't act like that. That's all. Time. You really, you really oh. shouldn't talk chicken after curfew. Okay. You're lucky that it was the police and not Peter, because Peter's not as nice. Whatever. Okay, so, well, this is 
this step. Okay, so this is the show. Um, we're so glad that everyone tuned in. We will definitely see you guys next week. And I have a tentative guest, and I will keep you guys posted. Um, we People kind of like us, and so they've been asking, can they be on our show? And that's really awesome. And then um, to care, um, I think Sasha wants to be back on the show, too. Okay. I'll give it uh, him so we can make that work. You guys Thank are very nice. Darling. I can see why people want to be around you. I can see why. We like you, too. Um, it's, no, I'm an asshole. Nobody wants me. I'm an asshole, but you guys are likable. I think it's Shakir. Really, I think it's Shakir. I think people love him. Okay. But either way, the big either, either way. Either way. Either way, the big guy, yeah, he does it for us. So next week we're going to tune in and see what we did. I'll, let, I'll keep you guys informed. And I want everyone to have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday evening, and we'll catch you next week. Good night, guys. Good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.